At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hello SEO 101 listeners, webmasterradio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the webmasterradio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast and more. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Welcome to an extra credit segment of SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. So we got some questions to, for this little segment, don't we? We do. Definitely. Some good hey, ones, Matt too. Dixon. Hey, Matt. Awesome. Good to hear from you, Matt. He's a friend of mine. Oh, yeah? He's got a great question. I like this question. All right. Fire away. So he says, hey, guys, maybe some coverage on the next show about not selected portion of indexing in the Webmaster Tools. Um, how it might be tied to Panda issue. Um, so what he's talking about is if you go into Google Webmaster Tools and you look at your site, and one of the things you can dig down into is um, how it's indexing your site, how many pages are indexed, how many pages they've found, um, and you can set these filters to tell you about um, the, the, the history of how many pages they've ever found on your site. And one of the, one of the things you can show is um, how many pages they have not selected. Not selected means they found the page, but they did not select, they did, decided not to select it to be included in the index. So I've got sites that, we, that I work with where I might have a million pages indexed. I might have 10 million not selected, right? So it's really interesting, and I've been doing a lot of studying on this recently, Matt, so I'm really glad you asked this question. Um, you asked if it had to do anything with Panda. That's, that's yes and no, more likely no. So when you think about not selected, um, think about things like concanical issues. If you have a www and a non-ww version of your site, and one's 301 directed to the other, you have two URLs there, 
but one's not going to be selected to be indexed while the other one will because the one's 301 redirected. So anything that's redirected is not selected to be indexed. Anything that you said, do not index, is not going to be selected to be indexed, even though they know about it. Um, if you have URLs with parameters on them, and in Webmaster Tools you said, you know, ignore these parameters, um, the, the pages with those parameters may those URLs will not be selected to be indexed. If you have canonical tags where you're saying this page is really the same as this page, one of those two pages is going to not be selected to be indexed. So that that not selected listing inside of Webmaster Tools really, in my opinion, should never be zero. It should always have something in it, you know, if, if for no other reason, WW versus non-WW um, canonicalization issues. Um, there's lots and lots of reasons a page would not be selected to be indexed, many of them very good reasons for them not to be selected, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. I mean, it definitely, it shows, if you didn't have that showing up, it would show that you haven't optimized your site, essentially. Yeah. It's pretty uh, clear. Yeah. If, if every single page of your site was indexed, I would be it would be weird. I'm not sure how that could happen. Now, whether you have more pages indexed than not indexed, I could see that being good. Um, but if you think about it in general, you at the very least have two versions of your site. You know, unless Google for some reason has never seen um, one one of the WW or non WW version of your site and don't know about that URL, you'd have at least 50 50 half indexed and half not indexed at the very minimum. <laughs> it's fascinating, and you know one thing I, I'm curious about. Do you do you think that? I mean, it seems kind of ridiculous. Do, do you think Google really cares anymore about the triple W versus www redirect? They're so uh, advanced now. You'd think that they they they'd be able to figure it out. They can figure it out, and then from an indexing standpoint, yes, they 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 they've got it nailed down. The problem we've talked about in the past is mm. how it impacts your link profile. You know? But again, you'd think they could take that the next step and go, well, we know it's this, so whatever, we'll just pass it to this. Um, but do they know? The, the question is, they're not going to make the presumption of which one you want, unless you actually go in and set it in Webmaster Tools and tell it, I want it to be www or I want it to be non www. They're not going to. They're not going to presume to know which one you want. They're not going to make that decision for you. So they presume everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> Like I was looking at our, our um, not provided. Now, anyone who doesn't know about this, it, uh, if you haven't been looking at your Google Analytics, but it's essentially... not selected. It definitely, yes. And thank you. Yes, that's very true. It just brought it to mind. Um, if you go into your uh, Google Analytics and look at the, the search phrases that, were, that drove people to your website, so from Google Search or whatever, yeah, Google Search, it'll say, uh, quite a few will say not provided. They won't even give you the detail anymore. And that's because Google encrypted it. Uh, and at the beginning, there's words everywhere about how Google was, oh, don't worry, but it'll, it'll be a very, 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 very small, minor amount of, of tra traffic will be doing that. Well, you know, some said around 11%. Well, mine's at 65%. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think, I think uh, who was it, Search Engine Roundtable recently said theirs is over 70. And I, I, one thing I should clarify, and, and thank you to whoever asked about it um, on our Facebook page, or was no, it was actually in our Google Plus page. It's in our Google Plus page, yes, our community. Yes, it was. Um, and that was uh, whether or not I was correct in saying that if you had a, a, a secure site, um, so that Google was essentially sending the search phrase or a searcher to you, they encrypted it, but if you had a secure site, it would decrypt it. 
I, I haven't found anything on that, so I would say that I'm wrong at this point. I, until I can find it, I, I know I heard it. I wouldn't have made it up. I know I heard it. I just can, don't recall where. Maybe the person was wrong, though, too. <laughs> yeah, everything that's on the Internet is true, remember? Oh, yes. I saw I'm a girl sorry. on TV dating a French model. Really? <laughs> Damn commercials. Uh, yeah, so, you know, don't take that... Uh, I'm afraid I, I might have bungled on that one. So I'm still trying to find more info on it. Cause so, it uh, yeah. Why don't you test it? I don't have time. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Like, if I had a client right now that needed it, it would. I just, I've got too many other things going on. I, I would, I, I'm surprised, though, that it's not being noted because I heard it. Darn it, I heard it. So I'll have to find it. All right. If I can't find it, I will test it. How about that? There you go. Find, find I just have to get traffic to a site I don't need, which is like, oh, yay, I've got that much time. <laughs> what about, what's that one you've got that nobody goes to, social media tips? Oh, <laughs> oh burn! <laughs> Son of a... Oh, that hurt, man. It's only because it's only because it's it's so groundbreaking that nobody understands the potential. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know that we have uh, a, a lovely lady starting full-time on that this coming week uh, for the next 12 weeks doing social media t- tips only. It, it so is, there might actually I be do, some activity on there. <laughs> I do tease. I, I keep thinking I need to go back and start participating more because I, I have been busy myself, and I, I apologize. I haven't been more active on that site myself. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, what's the next question here? So we got another question from Greg Took, I believe is how you pronounce it. This one's from Facebook. He says he's shopping for a keyword tool. He's tested Raven, Word Tracker, Web CEO, Majestic, and they all seem to be missing one part. Um, here's what he wants. He, he wants keyword suggestion, traffic and competition, and, and keyword tracking. Um, so how he's doing with his current keywords. Do we know of any tools that have, have all of those? So, so I guess he's looked at these different tools. They each have parts of it, but nobody has the whole thing. What have you seen, Rob? Anything that has everything? Well, as the other question was good for you, this is good for me because right now I'm in the midst of doing this too. Um, I deplore having to provide ranking reports to clients but I, because I know that that's not what they need, but they need it. They want it, I mean, I should say. And uh, as a result, we've been testing. I just tried Woosh Traffic, and it looks like that one. I'd never heard of it before, but it, it has a, a ranking system. So that's the one thing we're looking for right now. Uh, just yeah. to, to, to monitor rankings and and they had a peculiar system essentially um you know normally i would pay per keyword for rankings ranking reports right. and in this case it's not per keyword it's per listing that appears so let's say i type i want to be found under um, bmw sedan um well if that under that ranking or under that search i show up three times i have to pay for three times well, that's I, have weird. To pay th- I don't like it and, and as a result it's just it's not affordable. Um, did it have the Did it have the other piece he was looking for? Keyword suggestion and traffic it, numbers. No, it just had competitor uh, analysis, and I didn't look into how much it provided. It wasn't a, a focus. Um, I don't know of one right now, Greg. I'm I'm sorry. I think we're all in the same boat trying to find the right place. Raven Tools was the go to place, and you know I know they made yep. a tough decision, and I you know I commend them for making it. It's just it's making it hard for all of us. They just dropped their their search uh, ranking tools, so. It's a bit of a pain, but would you? I guess <laughs> keyword traffic. The, really, the only place you can get that would be from the engines, and really, the most reliable there, and even that's not the, the best, would be the, the the basic keyword tools the engines provide. Even though they don't give you exact numbers, um, 
anywhere else that tries to provide keyword traffic, unless they're getting it from there, they're just guessing. You know, I don't know how they could get accurate information. Well, they have sometimes they've got third party um, accounts with other lesser search engines. Um, and you know, and they extrapolate. They extrapolate based on percentages. Yeah, but that's not going to be real accurate. Well, they can take that and merge it with what they find in Google keyword tool. I imagine it's intriguing, interesting. I, I like perspectives. Yeah. I like different perspectives. I use Google keyword tool all the time, uh, 99% yeah. of the time, but I like perspectives sometimes of looking at some of these other tools. And, and you have to think also when you're looking for one of these tools, Do you re- is it more important to have everything in one tool? Or if you have these three distinct features that you want, but they're finding the right tool that has the best, most accurate information for that particular feature. Like there might be one t- tool that has that focuses on nothing but really great keyword suggestions. Um, and if it's not, if that's the best tool for that, why would you not use it because you're using another one that has them all three in the same place? See what I mean? Yes, it's yeah. a little more efficient to have it all in one spot, but I personally would give up a little bit of efficiency to have better quality information. Well, and it's it's... <laughs> To draw a parallel, it's like picking a a, a a company to do your marketing that also does web design. Uh, you know, they're they're a rare breed when they're they do both excellently. Um, uh, and, and so, I mean, I, it's there's a good good chance you should be picking a, a good design firm, and then a separate marketing firm that can really focus and are 100% focused on the marketing on online. Uh, and I'm talking about online marketing, of course. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's all about who's best at what they do. So this next question is from Paul Ricketts. Uh, he posted it on our, our Google Plus community forum. He's essentially asking that whether or not uh, if someone asks you to retweet or share something within social media, if that's compromising your credibility uh, in Google's eyes. Uh, now, it's largely, I would say at this point, uh, guesswork, but I would I mean, there's a certain amount of it we know, which is that if, if it's obvious that you're using a network to Google, then imagine it's going to de- you know, decrease any kind of benefit it's going to provide you. However, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if, as long as it's within. <laughs> See, thing, I'm having a hard time here because part of it is, is just plain etiquette. You don't want to just do that all the time. It looks horrible. Yeah. Um, if you want to ask friends to do it, it's a different thing. Uh, but just posting, hey, like my page, looks yeah. really bad. <laughs> you, know what, you know what it reminds me of? The Back in the, the heyday of dig, where you, I'd get like a billion messages a day. Can you dig this? Can you dig this? Please dig this for me. <laughs> and it used to drive me nuts. And I finally would just say, no, don't ever ask me again. And I get and just you're right. It's, a, it's all an etiquette thing, you know. I don't think it's going to impact you from a Google search perspective at this point. Maybe when the social signals become a much larger part of the algorithm, you might have started thinking about that. But today, it's not going to have any real impact. Other than if you annoy people enough, they'll stop following you, so you can't ask them anymore. <laughs> now, I should say that part of your edge rank, uh, you know, almost a personal edge rank of sorts, is that you're you're sharing and let's say retweeting, and obviously edge rank has nothing to do with Twitter, but um, you're, you're sharing things that are of high quality. So make sure that whatever you share is something you would genuinely, genuinely share, and then you don't compromise your entire um, image online, uh, yes. not only to, to the, the internet, to the, the actual software running these systems, but also yes. people li- listening. So someone asked a question today on our Google Plus community about clout. 
And we didn't get this question, but it really ties into what we're talking about here. Um, and really to what you just said, yes, edge rank has nothing to do with Twitter, but all these social signals tie into your influence scores on clout. And the question, mm-hmm. one of the things that made me think about was how does – you know, if if you take all these social signals and you can create a score called clout from clout.com and they can measure your influence, why isn't Google doing the same thing and tying it directly into author rank? So so not only are they going to look at the content you've created through and tagged with it, but but also looking at the social signals around your your persona and tying that into author rank as well. I'm be really surprised if they didn't do that. I'm not. I'm not saying they are doing it, but I'd be surprised if they weren't. If they didn't do it at some point, if they're not already doing it. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be an interesting year. I mean, a lot of these things I would think are gonna be uh, combining over the year, lack of a better word. But uh, it's it's fascinating how fast social's grown, and now it's at the point where we need to manage it. And then when that time hits. A lot of really good changes generally happen, so let's fingers crossed that they are good. Yeah. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back to a few more questions we've got going. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. The SES Conference and Expo is making a springtime stop to New York City, March 25th through the 28th. SES New York 2013 is moving to a brand new venue in the heart of Times Square at the New York Marriott Marquis. Register now at SESConference.com. SES New York 2013 features some of the best and brightest minds in search and social marketing with keynote addresses by top-level executives from Google, Twitter, ESPN, and more. SES New York 2013 will also feature a loaded expo hall and Texpo Pavilion. On-site training by the ClickZ Academy, WebmasterRadio.fm's annual search bash, and so much more. SES New York 2013 at the New York Marriott Marquis in the heart of Times Square, March 25th through the 28th. Register now at SESConference.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Aim clear. Brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers. 
and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Discuss and shape the future of performance marketing in New York City, March 12th to the 13th at the Performance Marketing Insights Conference. Come hear from and talk to other global industry leaders as they share how they're developing new revenue streams, deploying the latest technologies, preparing for increased regulation, and leveraging for the most effective digital advertising channels. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners can save 15% on registration by using the promo code WEBMPMI15. That's WEBMPMI15. For more information and to register today, visit PerformanceMarketingInsights.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. The following is an encore segment of SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. You found another thing that was kind of funny about infographics. Yeah, this has been out a week or so, but uh, on Search Engine Land, they published an infographic. It's basically the history of SEO is dead. And, and how it started and all the different people that did it, why they did it, what the results were. It's really, really interesting. I'll post a link to it on our uh, on Facebook page. Um, but it, it just goes to show, and I think even Jim Hedger was talking about more people every day are coming out talking about how SEO is dead. You don't have to do it. It's not. It hasn't been since 96 when they first started saying it was, and it's it's not going to be next year either. It's always going to be an integral part of what we do as long as search is how people are finding things, without a doubt. Yeah, and, and really, there's always going to be, unfortunately, the, the companies out there that, that give us a bad name and really are a scam, the ones that say, we'll get you number one rankings, uh, blah, blah, blah. we're using you know SEO, and then you constantly say SEO, but all they're doing is buying an ad at the top of the listings. That's it. Yeah. And this infographic is great, too, because it goes through each instance, and it talks about when Jason Kalianis said SEO is dead, and it you know, gave the date he said it and why he said it, and then what the reasoning was, and then what the future was, where he's like, well, it was actually just a real marketing campaign where I was trying to get you know, link bait because of it. It's, it's very interesting. It's, it's a fun read, actually. Yeah. Well, I actually had a discussion with that about this uh, quite a lengthy one with a uh, prospect this morning in the credit card industry and uh, uh, you know how he's heard from very influential people that SEO is dead. I said, well, it, they're not that influential. They're influential and they're using their influence in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, they're influential in bad news. <laughs> in, yeah. cor- incorrect news, I should say. Um, in any case, yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's, less powerful in some regards you know at least in terms of what could immediately affect rankings it's certainly more of a mix than it used to be you used to be able with seo just get a ranking like in minutes you know back in the old days um that those days are gone but you know it just it just changes that's all and it, it and as long as you keep on the cutting edge of it it's always going to be effective definitely it's definitely evolving it's a different beast than it was two years ago four years ago ten years ago 
And, and, you know, if you're not evolving with it, yeah, you're dying. SEO is not, but you are. And what you do is. So, I mean, that's, that's a real good point. It's something you got to stay on top of. It evolves. It's not dying. Um, you know, it's not going to die. I actually find from a sales perspective, it's very difficult right now um, discussing SEO with clients because or prospects because it's changing so much. They're just catching up with what worked five years ago. Um, but then you say, well, actually, that did work. But now this works and it's much more labor intensive. It's much more. Well, the fact of the matter is, um, although we wanted to do labor intensive stuff before, nowadays you have to. Um, you know, clients have been guilty of taking shortcuts when we told them not to, but now they do that, they shoot themselves in the foot and it makes marketing more expensive in some regards. If they want, if they don't want to do the work themselves, like writing is what I'm getting at writing and creating, uh, ideas for great marketing campaigns, etc. But, um, it's, it's gotta be done. <laughs> you, you know, you can't say an industry is dying if last year the industry did about between twenty-five and thirty billion dollars of, of of business across the industry, and this year it's doing forty billion dollars of, of business across the industry. It, that's not a dying industry. I'm telling you right now, if you're you're you know the industry grows by five billion dollars in a single year, it's not on its deathbed. I'm telling you right now. Geez, where's my part of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting too. I, I read some, in, some some industry information about small businesses and where they spend their money online, and I, I never even thought about this. But for small businesses, I guess fifty four percent more than half of their online budget goes to hosting and websites. Which I, I thought, you know, you don't think about that. You know, small businesses spend a lot of money in hosting. Um, which to me is kind of odd because it doesn't have to be that expensive. But the number two thing they spend is SEO. Hmm. Sounds to me like their budgets are low. Because <laughs> yeah, really, we're we're hosting, unless they're small, going crazy, won't be that much money. We're talking small business. And we're talking hosting and websites. So web developers have a tendency to, 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 to find ways to squeeze money out of people when they don't really need to. Mm. No offense if any of you are web developers, but it's true. <laughs> some, yeah, some definitely. Some, do. not not everybody, not all. But uh, yeah, it's there's no question that uh, that can be a bit costly, and especially drives me crazy when it's not built in. You know, all the aspects of web marketing. But uh, that's everyone's heard me rant about that enough. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to send them uh, to either our Facebook page, that's facebook.com slash SEO101podcast, or if you'd like, you can contact me by email. My address is ross at stepforth.com, and or you can reach John on Twitter via at John Carcutt. Have a great, great week. <laughs> Greek week. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmastersradio.fm. Thanks, everybody. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.